0: Hello from Edinburgh. We're known across the world as the Festival City. Each August, we're host to the world's largest arts festival, with the city's population doubling during those four weeks. In 2019, it was estimated that around 3 million people attended events. It's the equivalent of hosting the Commonwealth Games every year. 2020, of course, was very different, and that has given many people time to pause and reflect on the sustainability of Edinburgh a UNESCO World Heritage Site, continuing to operate at this level. Despite being a very welcoming bunch, it felt to the residents of the city that we had reclaimed it for ourselves and had some time to think about what the festival means to us and how it impacts our lives year round, not just in August. That's an ongoing discussion which won't be quickly resolved, but will have organisers and residents seeking a positive future that is hopefully inclusive, innovative and exciting. For myself, I work for the Queen's Hall, a 900 capacity former Georgian church in the heart of Edinburgh, which has been presenting concerts across all music genres since 1979. We have around 200 events per year, provide work for approximately 3,000 event professionals, and help boost the local economy. Around 90,000 people a year come to us for the joy that live music can provide, and usually when I tell anyone where I work, they will tell me about their favourite Queen's Hall gig that they attended and which remains etched in their memory. COVID-19 for most of us is the first time in our lives that we've experienced such a collective seismic change in the world. No matter what our language, location or business, we've all been impacted. The severity of this impact has of course been skewed by ethnicity, wealth and the response of those who govern us. But we've all had to stop. Stop doing the things we love. Stop sharing those things with loved ones and strangers. Stop being part of a collective audience engaged in culture and become a collective audience watching as a virus change how we'll do things for the foreseeable future, if not forever. And that is one of the big losses of the pandemic, our audiences. I've only been back into the Queen's Hall a couple of times since leaving in March 2020 and although it is the same beautiful building, it's lost some of its soul. If a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Suddenly makes sense to me, even if I may have taken it out of its intended context. So I would like to use the rest of my time to take you through a short case study of how a live event pivoted online and successfully took its existing audience with it and engaged many new customers. The Hippodrome Silent Film Festival, or HIPFest as it is affectionately known, is an annual festival dedicated to silent cinema and live music run by Falkirk Falkirk Community Trust. Alkirk is a town some 30 miles from Edinburgh, which has produced more than its fair share of artists. The painter Dame Elizabeth Blackadder, the writer Alan Bissett, and the musician Aidan Moffat, to name just a few. You may know it from the iconic Kelpie sculptures, two metallic horses' heads rising 30 metres out of the ground in homage to the area's industrial background. Hipfest takes place a few miles down the road in the small town of Boness, where Scotland's oldest cinema, the beautiful Hippodrome, is located. Hipfest has been running since 2011 and has a long-standing reputation as not only a showcase of some of the best archive film with new, exciting live musical scores, but also as an inclusive, friendly environment where everyone is made to feel welcome whether they are an industry expert or trying silent film for the first time. 2020 was to have been the festival's 10th anniversary, and many special events had been organized to engage audiences, including a giant custard pie fight. Unfortunately, the dates coincided with Scotland going into lockdown, and the difficult decision to cancel had to be taken. Never was it thought that we would still be locked down 12 months later, But as the planning progressed and the COVID-19 pandemic didn't seem to be improving in the UK, decisions had to be made about 2021. The festival decided to go digital. This was a daunting prospect for the small team as it entailed learning a whole new language to pivot a vibrant in-person experience online. The festival has established core aims to encourage new and existing audiences to engage with silent cinema. To make a positive difference in people's lives, to be proud of what we do and make people feel proud of their area, to be inclusive and exceptional and to work with partners in a collaborative manner. It was important to keep these in mind for an online version and to replicate as much of the feel of the traditional festival for our virtual audience whilst exploring the new avenues going online afforded us. Much research went into the best platforms for delivery and what could be achieved where. It became obvious that one site couldn't host everything we wanted to do, and so it was obvious early on that we would need to clearly communicate the journey across the digital space people would need to take to fully immerse themselves, as much as it is necessary to have physical signposts to venues in the town. We also quickly realized that there were many positives we could take from now being open to a global audience and tailored our marketing strategy to reach out to those across Europe and North America who would be easily able to view our content for the first time. And also that we could sell a pass for the whole festival rather than individual tickets for each film, which would encourage those new to the genre to take a risk and try things at a low risk. The Hippodrome itself has limited space, so moving online meant that we could include orchestral scores in the programme for the first time and invite musicians and speakers from across the Atlantic to participate. Release from a tight turnaround and set-up time in the venue gave us space to enhance viewers' understanding of the films and music with live Q&As with industry experts and musicians. We also enhanced viewers' engagement with the Falkirk area, with introductions to each film done by the festival founder and director Alison Strauss, who recorded these at various local businesses and visitor attractions. And it was important to make these as accessible as possible, so we ensured that everything was captioned and that the live aspects had British sign language interpretation for the deaf and hard of hearing. However, the trickiest part was how to create a collegiate festival feeling online. In real life, we have a physical hub where people can gather to chat about the films, find out more information and just generally soak up the atmosphere. We decided to move this hub onto Facebook, where we created a closed group for pass holders. Audiences were encouraged to engage with one another and with industry professionals through chats about what they had just watched caption competitions, costume challenges, quizzes, Spotify playlists and a chess tournament, which were all related to the festival content. We have been overwhelmed with how well this worked and how well the overall festival pivoted online. It was a steep learning curve, but ultimately a rewarding one which helped future-proof the festival to some extent. We have received some truly moving positive feedback, with many people complimenting us on the effort to, li- to deliver over and above the film content and saying that this was the best experience they have had during lockdown. We also had feedback that 44% of our audience were new to the festival, which is possibly double what we normally get with the vast majority usually being people who've tried the festival before. So my advice would be to be brave. Put your audience at the heart of what you do. Understand that as a cultural community, we have more in common than we have differences and that we can learn from each other to build back up in the coming years. Whilst HipFest can't wait to welcome audiences back into the warm embrace of the Hippodrome cinema, If this year has taught us anything, it's that one of the oldest mediums of moving image, silent cinema, can pivot successfully into the digital age, and that there is a real appetite amongst our audiences for a hybrid live and virtual event going forward. I hope this has been of interest. It has, of course, been a very brief overview which skims the surface of what the festival did. If you would like any more information, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Thank you for watching and best wishes for what comes next.